The cost of clarity. Could an obscure Pusik in Daniel give clarity to the world's current standing? There are many riddles and enigmas surrounding the coming of Mashiach and the events that will come to pass in the prelude to those days. The exact date of Mashiach's coming is one of the most intriguing, yet strangely attracting questions that the Chum have alluded to throughout the generations. The reason for this very well might be because it is a riddle. A riddle found towards the end of chapter 12 of Daniel, in which an angel tells Daniel that Mashiach will come in a time, two times, and a half. There is no less clear way to give a calculation of a day than to basically say sometime between now and double now. As he continues, These words are covered and sealed until the time of the end. They will then be clarified and whitened, and many will be purified, and the wicked will pervert them, and all the wicked will not understand, but the wise will understand. The last sentence is quite obviously open to different interpretations. Rashi and Moes Mepharshim tie back to the coming of Mashiach. As the generations pass and many people will make calculations for the time of Mashiach's coming, eventually the exact date will be clarified and many will realize that they were wrong. The wicked, on the other hand, will use the set dates to say that Mashiach's time has already passed and he clearly is not coming. But the wise will understand that the prediction has yet to be unsealed. The simpler way to understand these words, pshat, and how the Altadebics also explains it, it as a description of the times of Mashiach, that the people will be clarified and cleansed, the wicked will be perverted, and the wise will understand. The Rebbe took this second interpretation of the Pasuk, and with it explained some of the events in the world at that time. The Cold War was at its height. The world was tottering near an all-out nuclear war, which would have led to total obliteration of the planet. Many shocking things were happening in the world, not only on a global scale, but also in a smaller sense, both in Israel and New York. Mankind shocked us with the depth of to which they can fall, with the words they say, the lies they tell, the accusations they make. True, good was also emerging in unexpectedly powerful ways. The amount of tzedakah people were giving grew disproportionately. Entire study, new ways of learning had been discovered in the past hundred years and had recently been expanded into full mythologies. For example, the Dagachava style of learning was a newly developed way to explain diverse concepts in Taira. But we see that evil was growing more powerful. Today, this applies just as strongly. The world is in chaos with terrible atrocities taking place in many countries around the world. Atrocities that come from the worst nightmares violence, suffering, and people acting from the depths of depravity. How are we supposed to understand this, to make sense of all this emerging evil? And with this, the Rebbe takes the Pazak from Daniel and flips it on its head. One of the signs of Mashiach's imminent coming is the clarity, the separation of good and the bad, the righteous and the wicked. That clarity comes not only to the good becomes obvious and clear, but when the bad becomes obvious and clear as well. As human beings, we can be complex. And it is not always clear what type of person one might be. An individual can spend his day doing many a thing. Some will be good, some better, and some worse. Not necessarily will it be clear what type of person he is, one who is wicked and will not understand, or from the wise who will understand. This is not a failing. People are not always required to know where they stand. Even Rabbi Yechanan ben Zakkai said before he passed away in reference to going to Gan Eden, I don't know which way I will go. This is because, while he was aware of his stature and how he acted consciously, never walking four amis without learning Torah, educating five students who established much of Torah Shabbat it is possible that deep inside him there was something that needed to be fixed. And this hidden part is so important that it created a question in his mind, if he will be taken to Gan Eden or. The coming of Mashiach's time means that the time of clarity has arrived. 
as stated in the Navi, at the time of Mashiach, they will be clarified and whitened. The time when true characters will emerge, people's inner selves will be revealed, and it will become clear who a person really is. We are confronted with a question. How can we really say that the world is becoming a more refined place if these incidents are allowed to take place? This evil, these terrible actions that we did not expect, is not inconsistent with the imminent arrival of Mashiach. On the contrary, amazingly, this itself is one of the very signs that Mashiach is almost here. For when these people behave in such a way, they are making clear which party they belong to, and are participating in the clarification that takes place at the coming of Mashiach's time. But what about the people that act this way? Is their only purpose to their actions to be a sign for others? This is where we see the benefit of clarity, of being aware of the reality. During the time of the Beis Amigdash, there was a carbon for someone that sinned, a khatas, and there was a carbon for someone who wasn't certain, but was pretty sure he sinned, an ashantale. Interestingly, a khatas only cost one mana, while the ashantale cost two slayim, equivalent to 48 manas. That's increased by 4,800%. Why? Rabbeinu Yen explains that the difference by describing a basic trait of people. We only regret something that we are sure we did. In the case of the Khatas, the person bringing the Karban has full knowledge of his sin, and he regrets committing it. But in the case of the Ashram Talai, it is offered to atone for a sin that he may or may not have happened. Therefore, the person bringing the Karban, while feeling bad for having possibly done an Aveda, he doesn't have the same deep regret. That's why his Karban is so much more expensive. To impress upon the bringer, that the kapara that he needs is just as serious and therefore needs to be brought with proper teshuva. The same applies in our case. As long as these wicked people are under the impression that they are regular people, they will never self-examine, making it impossible for them to improve. However, once their true colors come out and it becomes clear that they are, in fact, wicked, they now have the ability to do teshuva and become tzaddikim. Based on the premise outlined by the Rebbe on this subject, perhaps we can shed light on a puzzling issue in our world today. We constantly say that Mashiach is on the way and point to many signs of his coming, signs drawn from Gemara, Medrash, and other sources. Yet, there are some times when it looks as if we have Chas Shalom fallen farther from Mashiach. World events, local events, they are all shocking and disconcerting. And this really bothers us. We are confronted with a question. How can we really say that the world is becoming a more refined place if these incidents are allowed to take place? But with the above explanation, we understand why this is happening. It is actually a part of the process of Mashiach's arrival. By clearly defining evil, we are able to separate the world into those who are good and those that are wicked and need to change. It is a part of the clarity that will happen with the coming of Mashiach and the start of times of the end of days.